Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dishing Drama with Dana Wilkie Uncensored. We have officially moved to Patreon. Here's a sneak peek of Dishing Drama with Dana Wilkie. Drugs and celebrities. Why do they seem to go so hand in hand? I mean, certainly fame makes people have anxiety. They have to constantly be in a position where they're performing at a very high level all the time. And so sometimes a regular human being can't do that because they have their own limitations. And so many celebrities, you know, turn to drugs to self-medicate and be able to knock down personal roadblocks that they have. So some people that are big celebrities are antisocial. They don't want to have to talk to people, but they've got to go to award shows and they have to do a red carpet. So, you know, a little bit of Coke here or some other things. Some celebrities do pills because they're can't sleep. They're so amped up from the concert or whatever they've performed at. It's like a natural drug and they can't go to bed. So they start taking pills to be able to sleep because they can't afford not to sleep because the next morning they've got a press junket. Or maybe they need to lose weight and they have to lose weight in two weeks. So You know, the pressure's on. Thank God there's pills and drugs to get the celebrity through these very difficult moments. (laughs) But I guess that's not really a Hollywood secret, right? There's been so many overdoses and crazy things happening with arrests to do with drugs. Like, that's not a shocker. But what is a shocker is how many celebrities were drug dealers. (laughs) You know, and I think it might interest you as to how people become drug dealers in Hollywood that, you know, besides the ones that just did it to make money because they had no other way to do it, you know, maybe they were from a a bad neighborhood and so the only way out, you know, was to to sell drugs. Unfortunately, uh, in some cases, that's a real thing and there's no one really to tell The kids in these neighborhoods that, you know, once they get a drug felony charge, they're going to have no life. Like your life is over. You become civilly dead. It follows you forever. You can't get work. You're always going to be, you know, having to do jobs on the outskirts or in entertainment or in some sort of entrepreneurial venture if you're good enough in order to survive. You'll have to hustle forever because... No regular job is ever going to hire you again. That you are a slave, Neo. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage. Born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. And that is a very good way to describe what it can feel like to be a celebrity on the never-ending hamster wheel that you have to constantly be running on or even in the entertainment business in general in a high-profile position. Or actually, come to think of it, and as a crew member, remember the Glee curse. A lot of people believe that the Glee curse existed fundamentally because the crew, cast, and everybody was so overworked and it uh, held to such a high bar. There were suicides in the crew and in the cast and there were drug overdoses and so there's the curse. But could it be more fundamental? So how does it usually begin? I mean, at least once people are already famous, you guys can probably imagine how it begins when 
people live in the hood and they're trying to get out of there and so they start selling because they need money, right? That You could figure that one out. There's been a few movies about that. But do you guys know how it works when you're in the Hollywood circuit? If you don't, I'm going to tell you. So what happens is everybody goes out in LA and they go out to different nightclubs or they go to dinner lounges or whatever. And people then start drinking and around 11 or 1130, people start to get really drunk and they get bored. This happens because there's so much stimulus in LA always uh, on that people have like a high tolerance to what makes them excited. So then someone usually in the group will be like, oh, let's go to so-and-so's party because there's always parties in the hills, the Hollywood Hills, you know, usually 1130 to say, you know, five or six in the morning if there are drugs there. And everybody goes to these house parties and everyone's talking and looking at each other, staring at who's hot and who's not and who's powerful and who who can get to who kind of thing, sizing everybody up. And at a certain point, everybody looks at each other and is like, okay, well, now what? We're drunk. We've done that. We've had food earlier. We've sized each other up and we have no way of really connecting with each other. So let's do drugs. So then everybody wonders like, oh, who's got the party favors? That's what they call them. And so someone who's really bold will start asking around who's got party favors And that person who's asking is usually asking for a bunch of other celebrities or friends that happen to be at the party. And once they find a dealer or they know a dealer has arrived, you know, who's usually very popular, by the way, like that dealer is invited to every single hot party in LA because no one wants to have a house party with no drug dealer because then there's no party after like a certain point. You know, sometimes there's numerous drug dealers or it's just someone you know who always has it and will sell it, right? So maybe it's not drug dealer like in the traditional sense, but it's like a guy who like, oh, always has like six or seven bags of something on him. And so you're like, oh, do you have anything on you tonight and can I buy $50 worth or $100 worth or $200 worth or, you know, and it goes on. So then needless to say, that gets out into the party and everybody then starts doing the drugs and they hang out and they do what we, what I like to call chalk talk. If it's uh, Coke or other things, it could be other things. And they start talking all this intimate stuff and spilling their soul And then there are hookups that happen. And this goes on until like, oh my gosh, like the guy kicks you out of the house. And it, the biggest celebrities will be there till the end of the night. I mean, it'll be like six in the morning and, and you might make out with a few guys because, you know, that happens too. So anyway, this is the, the nature of the beast. But as I mentioned, the drug dealer becomes a really key person and all the biggest talent have that drug dealer on their phones. And sometimes that drug dealer can get huge opportunities because A, they have connections to the celebrity. B, they've got something on the celebrity because they've been giving them drugs. And C, they don't want to be cut off from their source. 
And there's different people of different angles. Like there is the angle of, you know, the guy delivers or the guy delivers late (laughs) or the guy has this kind of stuff that's better than somebody else's stuff or this guy will meet you anywhere. Okay. And then don't underestimate the importance of this because if you're a celebrity, you do not want to have to go into scary neighborhoods to buy drugs. And if you're wanting to get your party on and you can't do it because you can't reach that guy, that you're not running into that celebrity that's selling it or has it on them, has a few extra bags, is willing to sell what they've got on them, whatever, then you got to go into the hood. And that actually happened with Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez, where a guy saw them in a store and he believed they were trying to score drugs in the store. And so he made a video. It got very famous. If you haven't seen it, I I do have a copy of it in the Patreon, but I also will play you the soundbite right now. I just saw Bieber. Hey, can you say hi to your fans, though? Hey, I got Justin Bieber here at the Swami, though. Are you in my hood, homie? MS gang. Nice seeing you, bro. Have a good one. I just saw Bieber. I just seen Bieber. Leave it to Bieber. For the full scoop, head to our Patreon page. Click the coin icon on your player to check it out.